Are you ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. And I'm very excited today to have as my guest, Damian Nordman, who is a mindset mastery mentor, an author, speaker, and creator of the Laws of Success courses. Damian graduated from the School of Metaphysics course of study with his doctorate of metaphysics. He also served at the School of Metaphysics for two decades as a teacher, branch director, field director, and president. He loves to pass on his insights, experience, and wisdom. And he recently launched his own podcast called The Inner Secrets of Success, which in which he helps anyone achieve he can help anyone achieve success no matter what stage of life he or she may be in. Welcome, Damien, to uh, my podcast today. Howdy, what's going on? Well, I'm just very curious about all of the things that you bring to the table because the word, first word that comes to my mind is wisdom because of all of the schooling that you've had around mindset mastery, around um, just that whole inner thing of... Um, uh, intuition and setting your mindset and what you have inside you is really all you need and all of that because those are things that I, I talk about but I don't know if I totally believe sometimes yes. so I'd love to hear a little bit about your um, philosophy first of all because you coach people on these things so how do you bring that out in people that's a great question because I I feel like it's just a constant evolution for me. I I really got my start with the organization that you mentioned, the School of Metaphysics, and that organization is kind of an eclectic blend of a lot of different philosophies and Eastern and Western teachings and just so many practical tools that I got there. But I've I've also learned from many other sources. Um, I mean, from Jack Canfield to, you know, NeuroGym to all this kind of stuff where um, I really try to find the things that are the most universal and the most practical and easy to use, whether it's a breathing technique, a meditation, whether it's um, learning how to focus a person's mind and concentrate better. You know, I just I just read a book and now I'm listening to it again on on habits called Atomic Habits by James Clear, which is just a phenomenal book that has actually allowed me to personally to um, implement some new habits in my morning routine and some of the things that I do. And I'm always looking for ways to just help my clients and my students uh, apply stuff. I think that's probably one of the biggest things that I do for people is I take concepts and information that they may people may or may not have heard of and may or may not really know how to use but it's kind of like anything you can hear you can read a book or you can hear even someone who's really good talk about a topic but 
to actually say, okay, what do I do first? What do I do second? What do I do third? What are the steps that I've got to take to start practicing and implementing these things so that I can start to get some results from them, both short-term and then especially long-term, because that's really, you know, where we see like real results is when you can stick with something for a year, two years, 10 years, you know, whatever the case might be. So I guess you could say I'm all about emulation where I can emulate and I can learn things quickly. And because of what I've learned previously, there was such a focus on the application and the immediate use of something. Um, then I can also help my clients and students do that where they can, you know, if they've, they've wanted, for example, I mean, I have a, a, a client who, um, you know, she wanted to start her own Mary Kay business and she's, you know, she, she works as a, currently full-time like meal prep person at a, a corporation. And so between what she learned from her Mary Kay mentor and then what I taught her uh, and continue to work with her on, she, she's been you know, pretty quickly able to get like a good jump start in the last five or six months to where she's making a little bit of money on the side. And she's, you know, kind of getting some, some notoriety and some recognition because she's, she, she's able to apply the concepts they're giving to her and the steps a little bit faster than everyone else. So um, I'm thinking that you're working on her mindset. Absolutely. Right. Um, Cause Absolutely. I'm very familiar with um, the direct sales business and network marketing business. And, and so much of it is personal development and something you just said um, before we talked, before you mentioned the Mary Kay person was about you know teaching people how to learn those habits and um, see the long-term results and I am always talking to people whether I'm talking about uh, whether I'm teaching them how to use LinkedIn effectively or whether I'm showing them how to use um, a follow-up system for their clients that will I believe generate more referral business for them in both cases it's all about creating a new habit and being patient enough to see the results and in this day and age we're all so busy wanting instant results that we don't see the value or we don't take the time to wait for that to happen what do you say to people like that that you that you're you're in big trouble if you if you if you if you give up because you want a result really fast. You know, I think that's one of the things I really I'm coming to honor and appreciate what I learned previously at the school of metaphysics so much because I mean I would practice meditation every day and I still do. I would practice you know these ten minute, fifteen minute, twenty minute concentration exercises every day. You know, it was part of our culture that, that I was in. It was kind of like the, the group mindset was that we, we had these different mental exercises. Some of them you could say spiritual exercises, but they all affected our mindset. And it, it helped me to develop, you know, the ability of having daily habits that were very productive. And so now as I'm starting to implement, you know, more habits that are related to my business, you know, my own business that I'm creating or to other things like, you know, I'm kind of revamping my my diet and my health and my cooking skills you know these last few months and I'm about to delve into some more of that you know that's very helpful so and and you know I just like I said there's this book that I'm I'm reading and I, I'm actually reading it for listening to it for the second time 
I, I very rarely do this. I very rarely listen to a book or read a book and then just immediately start going back through it. But this book, Atomic Habits, is so good that, and I've actually implemented some things so quickly from it that he paints this picture of, like from from a from from not only an anecdotal standpoint of like stories and a lot of really good stories about people who are um, applying small habit changes over a long period of time, but also you know the neuroscience behind it and all of the different scientific things that are are coming up and that are being shown in that field of how powerful it is if you'll just make like a one percent improvement every day. In, in one or more areas of your life and how in a year or five years or 10 years you can, I mean, you really can be anywhere. I mean, you could be a multimillionaire. You could be go from being the most unhealthy person to one of the top healthiest people on the planet in 10 years. If you follow, uh, you know, so, some kind of guideline where you're establishing new habits every day, you can go from being the most unlikable person on the planet to being the most charismatic and loved person, you know, what, you know, I mean, it really boils down to these very simple things that we do moment by moment and, and really just every day. And it's always has to start simple and you got to make it easy enough that you'll be willing to do it. But when you stick with it, I mean, the results can be enormous. Mm -hmm. That's really, really good advice. And, and again, it points back to, we have it all inside of us and just a little bit of a shift can make a huge difference. So I want to shift the topic just a little bit um, because I know that you had uh, in your um, tenure at the School of um, Metaphysics that you did many different things there, but one of the, and, and there are different branches of, of this school. And one of them you took from like nothing to the biggest chapter in the United States over a period of time. And I, I want to ask you, uh, did, did that, did doing that happen because of uh, relationships being built, trust being built, uh, people seeing you as a, you know, as the leader and wanting to follow you. What, what things came into play? Cause you know, I'm all about relationships. And I think that I, I do believe that it's about who, you know, as opposed to just what you know, because that really helps spread the word. So I just wondered if that had any effect on, on how you built that chapter. That I would say was almost everything to do with how that happened. Um, and I can say that even with, you know, relationships, I, I love relationships. I love friendships. I, I have tons of friends. I have an expanding, I'm always making new friends because I just love people so much. And at the same time, you know, I haven't always been like the easiest person to be around and I'm still not always the easiest person to be around. So I think that's important for people to realize that, you know, being charismatic or being a good leader or developing relationships doesn't mean you're perfect. I mean, I made probably more mistakes in that, you know, 10 years I was working with Dallas and Fort Worth school branches there, you know, in, in my life, really. I mean, I made tons of mistakes, but the thing was, is that I, I learned from them. I continued to grow. Um, I continued to develop the relationships with people 
And I mean, this was before, I mean, we really started to grow. This is like 2006, seven, eight, nine. You know, if you recall, like Facebook didn't get really big until, I don't know, maybe right around there, maybe a little after. And then, yeah. And then Instagram wasn't even out until like 2010. Um, so a lot of the social media wasn't there. So we weren't, we never really used that to build, um, our, our schools there. And I'm not saying those are bad things. I mean, I'm using them now. I think they're great tools. I'm just saying that it was all about, you know, in many cases, just meeting people and developing friendships with people and helping them to see benefit of something. I mean, we, we taught a course there that is kind of similar to what I teach now um, as far as mindset and helping people to develop themselves in various, various avenues of their life. But I mean, so much of it was, you know, going and giving a talk somewhere and then interacting with people after the talk or going and, you know, meeting a group of people or networking. I don't even really like to use the word networking too much because to me, sometimes networking sounds like, you know, you go somewhere and you like throw a bunch of business cards at people. And I know that's not what it really is, but it is. is Yeah. For me, it's, it's just making friends. It's like, how, how many friends can I make? Because... I love people. I'm genuinely concerned about people. And I think that was a big thing that also was huge in the development down there was that um, the, the, the person or two that I had to, to work with initially, you know, the, particularly one of the, my students who was also a teacher there, uh, his name is Chris, and he had this amazing talent of, he was an artist, he, used to, he was a tattoo artist, he still is, but he was also just very good at like spaces and feng shui and, and like working with a space. And previously a lot of the people had not drawn out his talents in the other schools he had branches he had been at. And so I really gave him free reign and I was like, man, you know, I want you to take over the, this whole like area of things. Like, and he, he painted the, you know, worked with students to paint the interior of the building and the exterior and, you know, redesign things and get rid of old stuff and, you know, tear up this nasty old carpet and refurbish the, the uh, hardwood floors. I mean, all these things, it's like he felt so empowered to take his talents and skills and just like run with them. And I had no, I had no fear of him running with them. I, I relished every moment of it because it was stuff that I was terrible at. I mean, I'm, I'm not that good at like beautifying a space. I gotten better, but I'm not that good. Um, He's, he was just so good at it that, by turning him loose, he was able to just do amazing things and that made everything better. And so I really would try to do that with each student is like bring out their strengths and each person who would move into a teaching position or leadership is really try to bring their strengths out so they could really shine. And so that's, you know, absolutely. That was a huge, huge, huge part of the process for, for making uh, that particular branch grow. So with uh, Chris, for example, he knew that you believed in him and that built his, um, that made him feel more secure and therefore he was able to uh, unleash his power in a way. So that's awesome. I'm sensing that you did that with a lot of people along the way. That's, you know, that's where I'm, I'm really my, at my best. And I, at, at the times when I'm not doing that, like about three years ago, I was not doing that. And I was just, I went into a depression, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I mean, 
yeah, I mean, it, there, there's a whole series of things that happened that led up to that. But, um, you know, when I'm, when I'm not really helping people, uh, it, 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 it really kind of steals from my essence. So, yeah, when I'm, when I'm drawing out people's best, when I'm seeing their best, when I get to work with people, I mean, I like to work with people in groups and like the classroom setting, but I love also working one-on-one -on -one with my coaching clients and people of that nature, because then I can just like zero in and pinpoint, this is exactly what they need. They, you know, they can, I, different ways they can tell me what they need or show me what they need. And then we can go about just like tackling it and, you know, bringing it forward. So yeah, that's a definite yes. Okay, so um, something that, that that made me think about is, I know that when I talk to people that I don't know very well or have I've just met, maybe even that that particular time, maybe we are, are at an event or something, and I start talking to somebody, sometimes I ask questions that they'll feel a bit, not shocked by, but they'll say, wow, that's a really good question, or no one's asked me that before or something. And for me, I, it just blurts out of me. And, um, and I feel that it's me, my intuition or my prompting to ask that because I want to deepen the relationship or the rapport very quickly. And I think that, that I do a pretty good job of that. And I, I get a, sen a sense that you do too. Yeah, I, I, I love to ask people questions. Uh, and I, yeah, it's, I think it's just, there's a, that's a whole, I actually, I don't think I've, I'm trying to think if I've done, I don't think I've done a podcast on that yet, but it's on my list um, of podcasts to do, which is like uh, how to ask good questions because it, it's so important. I mean, and, and I think that, I think anyone can get better at asking questions for me, it's been like, it's been an evolution. It's been a development, but I've always just really wanted to know about people. So that makes it a lot easier. For sure. That curiosity factor that you and I have talked about a little bit before. So I, on your uh, website, there is a block about some of the topics, the popular topics or titles of things that you speak on. And I have to ask you about the title communication with dummies. Because um, <laughs> for me, it's all about communicating, and I I know that's a, a play on those dummy books, probably. But I I have to know what that's about. You know, I I have to admit, I my my website is a little outdated, and I I threw that up there just for fun. Oh my god! Um, okay. So so, but what I can what I can say though is that I think. I, I do teach and work with people a lot about communication mm -hmm. and one of my teachers, you know, one of my teachers would describe communication as asking questions and listening. And I think that that's, that's one really good way to understand communication is the willingness to ask questions and then be able to have the capacity to listen. And it's kind of amazing to me how much, I mean, we, we talked about asking questions, but it's kind of amazing how, it's so hard for a lot of people to listen. Oh, absolutely. Listen, listen, absolutely. Li yeah. I mean, listening is, that's another skill that I've, I've always had it pretty strong. And then I learned how to develop it even better because when a person learns how to focus their attention and concentrate 
their listening gets better. When a person learns how to really be really curious about other people, their listening gets better. If a person learns how to meditate where they're stilling their mind and they're able to listen to themselves better, then it becomes easier to listen to other people better as well. So I'm missing because I don't meditate and I, my mind is never still. And that's, that makes it difficult sometimes to focus on listening. But I remember um, several years ago when I used to teach, um, uh, what was it called? It was something like uh, um, customer service type courses and telephone courtesy type courses. And one of the things, of course, that was really important, particularly over the phone, but also when you're face to face in, say, a, uh, a uh, upsetting situation for the customer, you have to learn to listen and you have to listen carefully. And one of the, I used to um, listen, listen to, I forget the guy's name, I think it was Steve Shapiro. And he did a whole book on listening. And the first thing that that struck me was, the anagram of the word listen is silent. The same letters mixed around a different way spells the word silent. Did you know that? Oh my gosh, no. Yeah, it's huge, right? It's like, boom. It means listen. It means be quiet. <laughs> it means, right? I mean, yes, there's active listening, and I think it's important that, you know, people... Uh, take their part and maybe reframe things and make sure they've listened properly in certain situations. But listening is tough and listening is the, is the most important piece in a conversation, I think. Yeah. And so often we're waiting to speak. Right. Yeah. So, and I'm guilty of that too. So um, that to me is, is a very powerful tool and feel free to share that if you want. Listen, silence. Yeah. That's, that's, I don't think I've ever heard that before. It's a, it's an incredible, incredible thing to, to contemplate and to consider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so you've mentioned, uh, I like to ask a couple of questions towards the end of the interview. And one of them uh, is about, and I know you're a book person, but you mentioned Atomic Habits is the one that you're focused on at the moment, right? I'll have to check that one out. What would you say is one piece of advice that you could share with my audience that has helped you as you're developing and growing your business? Oh man, I think, uh, I think that one of the best ones is to seek out the wisdom of others. I mean, that's just that, you know, finding people who, have something else that can help you, whether that's, you know, real specific to your own business, you know, that's one route is like people in your industry and in your field, or whether it's, and then to get out of your industry, you know, like for example, if a person's, you know, were to come to you for specifically like relationship building and understanding that, that can be really powerful. If a person goes to, you know, want to learn about leadership or want to learn about, um, being able to work on themselves so that they can just have a more focused and enjoyable experience in their business um, or like the social media aspect like we talked about or whatever. I mean, I, I, I feel like seeking out people who have 
expertise and also, you know, I like to really learn from people who have a certain heart and have a certain, um, you know, love for other people. And even if it turns out that like maybe their content and what they know isn't like super helpful for to me at the moment, you know, it's like I, like I had a business coach and actually he was pretty transformative for me, but I only needed him for like a year because, you know, I really just, it was like the relationships I built through his mastermind that are now helping me like get more specific for what I need, mm-hmm. which is how you and I met actually. Cause right. Michelle's one, Michelle, our friend Michelle is one of those people, but you know, I, the guy, I still, I love the guy so much and he's got so much wisdom that I mean, I'll always be learning from him in one form or another and consider him a, like a really great friend because he loves to help people. I mean, he's just super good as a coach and as a business coach, particularly. Um, so that's what I really say is like, whether it's mastermind groups, coaching, friends, um, you know, really great networks of people where you can meet good people who support each other. Um, I, I just feel like that's always been true. It's still true. And I think it will actually become more true as we move forward in our humanity's growth and evolution that the connections with people and learning and sharing with people is, is just always going to be paramount. So that's, that's my suggestion. That's a really, really, um, really good one. And, and I'm going to bring it back to um, the Mary Kay client that you have in a way, because um, the type of business that, that Mary Kay is direct sales business. uh, When we start out in those kinds of businesses in particular, we, um, we take everything personally. Somebody, uh, you know, doesn't want to talk to us or hear what we have to say or like our product or whatever. We take it personally. And when we learn that, and I'm sure this is something you, you would share with your client is that when we learn that we, we have to um, detach from that, not take it personally and know that there are some people that will resonate with us and some that won't. And if we are people who have a heart and we truly um, believe in the product that we're selling, because I feel you have to, otherwise it shows through um, that people that have heart want, they will resonate with people who have heart and, you know, and you just have to keep talking to as many people as possible and you'll find the ones that are the right people. And I really believe that the biggest lesson um, there and that I learned is to, yeah, to detach from the outcome and to fully believe in what you're doing. So um, I'm, I know that she's in good hands with you because you believe in finding that heart as well. And she, as long as she believes and she has that, it will happen for her. And I know that when I'm talking to people, uh, I love I love on your website by the way coach speaker superhero I love that I love that because their sense of humor is coming out in that so uh, before we go I want to just ask you to make sure people know how they can find you so I will put it in the show notes but I want you to point them in the right direction if somebody wants to have a conversation with you see about working with you etc where can they find you. Uh, of course, they can go to DamianNordman.com and uh, send me an email at info at 
DamianNordman.com. Also, I've got a, uh, for now, I've got a Thinkific site, which is where my, I host my online courses. It's uh, DamianNordman.Thinkific.com. And, you know, Damian Blair Nordman is my business Facebook page. So emailing or, or sending me a Facebook message or Instagram, you, if you look around, you, there's not too many Damian Nordmans. In fact, I may be the only one on the planet. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty easy to find if people just do a search. But absolutely, I'd love to hear uh, feedback from anybody. And if I can help someone out, that would be a blast. That's great. And I will make sure that all of those um, points of contact are on the show notes. And one last thing, do you have a favorite quote? You know, I, I was thinking about that and I, I do, I think I do. And I, I didn't really realize it till I saw that question that you had asked. And this is what it is. And this might sound really strange, but I'm going to explain it because okay. I think when I first, the first, 10, 10 or 20 times I heard this quote, I wasn't sure if I, if I understood. I didn't think I understood it. It seemed kind of harsh. So the quote is, to, to, him who ha- to, to the one who has, or to him who has, more shall be given. To the one who has not, what little he has will be taken away. And that's actually a quote from the Bible. It's Matthew 25. And at first glance, that sounds like really harsh. Like the one who has more shall be given and the one who doesn't have it shall be taken away. It's like, God, that's harsh. And Jesus said that? What? <laughs> like, man, what was, what was what wrong with him that day? But, but when, you, when you can still your mind enough to see that it's talking about universal law and the law of attraction and really how all the laws work together, what it's saying is that the person who's focused, because you kind of have to like hear the parable of the talents, which is the story leading up to that. Okay. But the whole idea is that when you, when you focus on what you have, when you're grateful, when you appreciate, when you're investing in yourself and other people, when you're investing in your connection to something greater than yourself, then that grows and grows and grows. And so you draw to yourself more wealth, more health, more abundance, more friendships, more love, more everything good. And when you focus on, I don't have this and I'm a victim and I don't have this and this person's mean to me and this thing, terrible thing happened to me and I'm, I'm getting poor. And I, you know, it's like all these things that you don't want. Well, then you lose, you start feeling like you're losing more than you do. And eventually if a person follows that route long enough, then they wind up in a really bad place. And I know because I've, I've done both. I've experienced the ascension into like huge abundance of different areas of my life. And I've also spiraled down into defeat and, and watched myself crash and burn and, and all that. So it's, a, it's just such a great, it's such a great quote for, I think the, the most important guiding principles of the universe. And so if a person can really, really understand that and not just intellectually, but be able to grasp it on a, just a very deep level of living and consciousness, then it can totally free you to be, do, and have anything you want. Wow. That is so powerful and such an amazing quote and all about, that's a whole other podcast, right? The law of attraction and the, the, how the universe or the law of attraction, it strips out everything that, you know, it doesn't see, I don't want this or I don't like that. And it just gives you more of the same. So whatever you're thinking is what 
is what you get more of or whatever you're believing. Wow, um, I'm a, I need to find that quote and, and uh, actually put it up somewhere, put it on a card. That's what I'm gonna do, put it on a card. Damien, thank you so much. I think this is a good place to end this uh, interview. And I thank you for your wisdom and your insights. And I think that last one is gonna stay with me for a little bit because I think that you do have to, again, make that a habit. You have to learn how to focus on the right things to bring you more of the same. So thank you so much. And You're welcome. My pleasure. Uh, we will make sure that we connect with, uh, make sure people can connect with you and know where to do so. So thank you again. And I, I'll leave you with one last quote. Stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.